Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What's up, guys? Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. This is Naz. This is Ashley. Lauren. And we are joined by, I mean, the list of... dun da 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 Willem, who is an actor, a recording artist, a drag queen, an entrepreneur. What else, Willem? You're like everything, Entrepreneur. Like. Entrepreneur. <laughs> hooker. Anything. If you got a check, I got a talent. So he's, I, I feel like you're awesome. most known for um, being on the fourth season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Indeed. But also, you were the drag queen, the only drag queen. Well, actually, all the drag queens mattered, but to me, in A <laughs> Star is Born. Queen. Thank you. And you have so much going on. Like, you have a podcast, mm-hmm. you've been on multiple shows. The I'm way- going to be on House Hunters on HGTV. No way. Stop. Is in that when drag. you just got your new yeah. place? Oh my We're God. We're obsessed HGTV with is always on. Girl, it's the channel. It's my life. <laughs> it's our life, too. Mm-hmm. When did you start getting into it? Because I was like, I turned 30, and all of a sudden, HGTV was on all the I've time. I've always been into it. My parents, uh, uh, used to renovate a lot. My dad was a contractor. I love knocking down stuff. I love building stuff. I love taking part stuff. I'm really good at hair. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, okay, but tell us more about like uh, all also your the twin show. And we didn't talk about the twin yeah, show. Yeah, so the way oh, yeah. Willem yeah. and I know each other. They were on the Bachelor. Yeah. Bachelor. Bachelor. Got it. So the way Willem and I know each other is I produced um, Happily Ever After with the twins on Freeform, the spinoff show. And yes. Willem, you were their neighbor. And so that's when we first met. That was so much fun. Uh, Haley and Emily were so cute. <laughs> Yes, they're the hottest. Aren't they so hot? Yeah. So you weren't actually their neighbor, right? Um, yeah, I lived near them in LA. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, reality. Okay. But, but wait a second about no. about the House Hunters episode is because I'm so fascinated. Uh-huh. Uh, so did you pick the house and then they picked two random houses that you went to because, spoiler alert, guys, House Hunters is totally fake? Well, I'm so excited for everyone to tune in and see. <laughs> 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 Why would you say that? But um, I, I definitely um, toured a lot of properties and the ones that I saw, I actually looked at. Okay, and they're, they're, they're ones that were you thought were top contenders? Oh my god, yeah. Okay, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, okay, well, let's talk about a star is born because sure. <laughs> so tell us how that came about. Stars Born came about because I got a call from my manager, went in for an audition, went back for another audition, uh, and then they told me I didn't get either of the parts I auditioned <gasps> for, but there was another one, and then went through wardrobe and did all that stuff, and then they said, guess what? The parts have been cut. And then a week later, they said the parts are back in. Then I went to film, and then they liked what I did, I guess. So they added another scene, and then um, 
I did that, and then the movie came out. When you cool. when you went to the audition, <laughs> did you know it was for a big movie, of Stars Born? Did they even yes. say? I okay. knew it was for Stars Born, um, and they told me to go as a dead Marilyn Monroe, and I did like the sickening makeup, and they loved it, and. Um, I'm going to find the picture because then you'll all be like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and I thought I did really great. And they told my manager I did amazing. But then um, I didn't get it. And well, then... Were you so devastated? Was this your first major uh, movie role that you've done or have you been in other like big movies? I've been in other stuff, but I've also been cut from stuff. Like I was in the movie SWAT with Colin Farrell and I had a cute part and then they cut me from that. Mm. Can't find the picture. So but never get your hopes up. Even never. Get the part. Never talk about something until the baby is out of the oven type of thing. You know what? Which Got is crazy because yeah. when I met you, you told me that you guys were shooting A Star is Born and I had no idea while he was simultaneously shooting the twin show, none of us like knew. Which yeah, is that was so like January insane. or February, right? Yeah. Yeah, of 2017. Yeah. Or May, I don't know. That's so I auditioned in January and we shot in May. That was it. Did you watch like the previous Star is Born? It's like all three of them? I saw the one from uh, the 30s. I saw the one from the... Th- 50s and the 70s, okay. yeah. <clears throat> um, you have like the most epic line of everybody in that bar, don't you? Aren't, isn't, aren't you the one that says like, <laughs> what, what, I don't even know what it is. I just know the moment. I don't know the I don't word. care. Just look at me while you do it. Yes. Yeah, it gets a good laugh in the theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so Because everyone's singing the same fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, right? Like, just fuck me. Just <laughs> your guitar, Bradley. Did you, did you feel that? Like, you felt like that too. It's like, you weird. meant it. He, yeah. Like, because honestly, he's a great singer. And if someone's just in a room singing to you and his Bradley Cooper, and I mean, he's fucking cool. He's from Philly. I'm from Philly. We hit it off with that. And it was really cool improving with him because that was all improv. Mm -hmm. Um, The boobs, all of that. It was because he was the director. So he knew where to steer it, where to go. He trusted the people that he hired to do a good job, Shangela and I and the other drag queens. So Mm -hmm. it was like... It was an easy job. So did you come up with that line on your own? All of it, yeah. Well, that's oh my I, god! See, I just said it was like the most like memorable scene. See, I didn't remember the words, but I remember how I felt yeah. about yeah. it because I felt that because everybody was like thinking the same thing. And that's what you want with any like drag queen or like any kind of piece of art that you witness or see. You you may not remember like what wig they wore or like what exactly they said, but you want to remember. You want to you want someone to leave feeling good and remembering that. And most people leave stars born thinking, oh my god, that was so epic i cried i mm-hmm. laughed and like the only thing that people say to me is i wish there was more drag queens you know yeah. but like it's always good to want more than to have too much because drag always can overwhelm a project more. really quick well, well always especially shangela and me wanting right more when i saw it i because i had no idea you Didn't were you in text it. me right after yes and i yeah. started crying and my friend was like this isn't a sad part and i'm like no my friend that's a star is born <laughs> like i know this person and so what was going through my head the entire time because I was so shocked mm. is this is Willem. So you didn't have any lines. I feel like I want to know like at first did they give you lines and then they were like, no, you're just way better on your own. Let's just let you do your own thing because every single moment that you have in that movie, mm-hmm. I truly feel like just came out of your head. I don't feel like someone wrote that for you. Honestly, um, in the auditions, they asked me to improv a little bit, but there was like some script. And then when we got there, I had my four lines from the script memorized and we get onto set and... We just realized, okay, he Bradley just tells us to start like playing and mm-hmm. like, this is what I'm going to go here and blah, 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 blah. And y'all just, you know, do what you do. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was how basically Shangela and I figured out that we were not going off this script anymore. Yeah. And once they like said, go ahead, 
you can't take it back from a drag queen once you tell us. We go ham. We go ham. <laughs> yeah. We we didn't railroad the other girls, but we were definitely chatty Cathy's. And um, we I came up with the sign my boobs thing, and I literally mm-hmm. ran off set. And I was like, someone give me a Sharpie. And you hear it in the movie. I'm like, wow, that's my, my voice just yelling at, at <laughs> whatever so PA good. I saw. I was like, give me a Sharpie. <laughs> yes, I um, remember that. And then he came in and he signed my boobs. And then they, they said cut. And I hear Video Village like erupt with laughter. And then I'm hoping, please let this wipe off in between takes. Because mm-hmm. it's like a Sharpie on rubber. Mm-hmm. Because those titties are dishwasher safe. And it, <laughs> it did. It wiped off. And I was like, the comedy gods are smiling upon me. Oh, my God. So, Wait, but... Why did they cut the drag queens out and then put them back in? Because I want to talk about that because Gaga had something to do with that, right? Yeah, I know that um, I was told that she fought for us, um, which is cool. But I think it just had to do with story and streamlining it and making her more of a server or a waiter mm-hmm. in the script. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe something didn't fit. But I'm glad it got added back in because it certainly made my life a lot right. sweeter. Oh, it's such a beautiful scene. And like you said, like that movie, I've never really felt so moved by a movie before. Like I left and it was like, Heart wrenching, and I couldn't stop crying. But the next day, I just couldn't wait to see it again. It was so, <laughs> yeah. it was so weird. And but I like, can't bring myself to watch it again. I just, like, I can't get over. Yeah. I can't emotional porn. Like, I just yeah. can't believe. I loved that a piece of art made me feel like the way it did. Like Why it affected me so much. <laughs> 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 um. So it's tax season, and it's time to figure out. You know how much I'm going to put in investments. And I love this app, Robinhood. It's an investing app that allows you to buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, cryptos, all of it commission-free. And while some brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees. So you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started. So you can just start investing at any level. It's simple. It has an intuitive design. And Robinhood just makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. And I am 100% a newcomer. So it's made my life 10 times easier. And they also have these few easy to understand charts and market data. And they place a trade in just four tabs on your smartphone. It's like you're literally four taps away from making money. And you guys can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving our listeners of I Don't Get It podcast a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Sign up at getit.robinhood.com. What was it like the moment you met Lady Gaga? Uh, I've met her before. Um, oh. So Starsborn, um, it was just seeing her again. But the first time I met her uh, was in probably 2008 or 2009. So just dance phase. Yeah. She was literally performing at what is the chapel now. It was Here Bar on Robertson. Oh, no, next and, to the Abbey? Uh-huh. And I was the one that had to get all the go-go boys down to be like, this girl is performing, blah, blah, blah. On these little like milk crate go go boxes, doing, <laughs> and I was shocked because she turned it. And like we've had a couple good girls throughout the years. Like I saw Cat Graham like kill it. I've seen a couple really amazing pop girls on their way up, like doing sickening things at the gay bars. Mm-hmm. And Gaga was probably the best that I've ever seen do that. And then I saw her again at Mickey's during her applause phase, mm-hmm. um, and we were mm-hmm. literally just chilling upstairs at Mickey's, and she. 
she asked if I wanted a picture and I was like, wow, that's weird of her to like offer. Like, cause I never want to be that girl, you know, rather have the experience than like the, uh, material. Yeah, same. you know, just let someone be normal. <clears throat> and she was cool. So I didn't want to infringe like that. And, but for her to offer. And then every time she's seen me since she's always offered. And then, oh um, my God. people could take that different ways though. Like offer oh, she a, wants picture? a picture. Well, no. Yeah. All, well, I mean, I'm always in drag. So it's always like one of those things. And she loves us. Mm-hmm. She genuinely loves us. And it's like, I think it's her way of like giving back or whatever. Like she shouted me out from her concert in Vegas. Like for someone to do that in the middle of her set, like to yell my name on New Year's Eve. And I'm like, that's so cool. I was like, August, did someone, because my friend August was next to me. I was like, did, and he's like, they, she just, and everybody was looking at me. (laughs) I was like, oh, it's really cool that she loves drag as much as she does because I mean, she's openly, you know, used a lot of the things that drag queens do Mm -hmm. and, not appropriated because that makes it sounds like she stole and she didn't, but like she's so fucking cool. And on set, there was one point where someone was behind me, like rubbing my shoulders like that. I turn around and it's her. <gasps> and, and I'm like, girl, watch my hair. <laughs> it was literally like just kicking and like we were talking about like Broadway and like all, just everything. She never went back to her trailer in between the hakes. And we were there for like two long days. Wow. She was so chill. I love it. So she's everything. So I many people go back and they're like, "Oh, she." I knew her when she was nothing, and she just like doesn't deserve all this fame and shit. And then you hear her now, and it's like she's obviously a very nice person mm-hmm. who deserves where she is. My friend was her pianist, her rehearsal pianist at NYU, and oh. she's now a producer and a writer named Our Lady J. She uh, produced Transparent, and she's an amazing writer. Wow. Um, but. People that have known her for a while pretty much say that she's she's the same. And like the the few interactions I've had over the years with her, she's always been the chillest person. Mm-hmm. I think she goes into a room and she looks for the biggest hair and then she figures it's a drag queen and then beelines. Because <laughs> every time That's it's like friend. always straight over towards me. I never wear flat hair anymore. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, can you give us a little bit of dirt on how Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper would act together off camera? Not like um, insinuating anything or anything, but... Yeah, I... From what I witnessed, it was all very... Bradley was always in Video Village or acting. He was very busy on set. I What's mean, Video yeah. Village? Like watching, the, village fill it, watching yeah. the screens? It's like stuff. where all the monitors are. Yeah. It's where all the people room. with headsets sit. Um, yeah, basically a control room um, wherever they are. They set it up under a little tent and they call it a village. Um, Gaga told me in between one of the takes that Bradley liked two of my jokes, but to switch them around. And, you know, she was kind of like an inside track to like everything that he was thinking before he told me. (laughs) And uh, because that was in between a rehearsal and when we actually filmed it. And then that's just what we did the whole time. So they were very collaborative. He was kind of, from what I've heard them say in other interviews, like he was her movie coach and she was his music coach kind of. Mm, so like wow. they were both, it was, it's such a strong team them together. And I mean, seeing them like re-inhabit those characters at the Oscars, mm-hmm. it's just like a, a mini sequel that we know we'll never get. But just seeing them inhabit those characters one last time yeah. was so beautiful and great. And seeing the, the movie win an Oscar for the song. But I mean, I don't think there's anything salacious there. I've, I met Bradley's wife and we danced at a rap party and she's amazing. She loves drag queens too, Irina. Um, and I, I don't think for some reason I don't see, they don't make a lot of public appearances together, Irina and Bradley. And I think that's a consensus choice to like avoid the the fame and all that. So 
I mean, far be it for me to comment on a relationship I know nothing about. I mean, I'm married, but I haven't lived with my husband for four years, so. You, ha- <laughs> you haven't lived with your no, husband for four years. No. So do we want to go jump to that dirt? Yeah. I know mean, you can. <laughs> so you have been separated mm-hmm. for four years now. Yeah, he's a lawyer, and lawyers are good at two things, cocaine and lying. Mm. <laughs> Title of the episode. Including lying about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a really great taste in coke, though, I will say okay. that. Oh. Yeah. Why did you guys separate? Um, I, I no longer could, uh, keep up with all of the tall tales. And yeah. it was one of those things where, uh, I just couldn't. So I moved to Inglewood <laughs> from West, <laughs> from a mansion in West Hollywood to Inglewood. Wow. Yeah, How did you meet? We met at a bar at Mickey's, um... Where's Mickey's? Because you said it twice now. It's 8857 Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> right near uh, San Vicente. It's uh, San Vicente. Okay, so I know all the bar yeah. addresses because I used to book all the go-go boys for him. That's so genius. Uh-huh. Um, so we met there. He came in and my rule was if you show your dick, you get in free. <laughs> and he was, he's like 6'6 six, six, and pulled out his dick and I was like, okay, you get a stamp. So you were in drag. <laughs> I wasn't a that, drag. You were not. Nope. Oh, okay. Um, and then he came back and he said, it's bigger now. Do you want to see it? And I said, sure. <laughs> oh, wow. And, based and off, then he said, will you marry me? And then based off of that, <laughs> I told my boss I was sick and I had to leave work. And then we went really? and fucked in this hotel for like 10 hours. Like it was that electric in that moment. You were like, oh, yeah. Right when I see a dick like that, I'm not letting it go. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. It was the biggest dick I had ever seen on a white guy. <laughs> Can you describe it? <laughs> sure. My hand didn't fit around it. If you make like a circle with mm-hmm. your index finger yeah. and your thumb, my it wouldn't close. So that's how thick it was. Okay. It do was you, a good size. Do you think girth or length is more important when it comes to dicks? Oh my god. Um, length can feel stabby sometimes. Right. Girth mm. can feel groany. You're like, oh. But <laughs> too much length, you're like, I totally oh, understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different for, guttural yeah. reaction. Yeah. It's like a poke. But like both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh, I've had exactly. Gurgi yeah. knows. Uh-huh. Like the pencil dicks hurt the most. Yeah. Ashley doesn't understand. Those are the guys that think they're all that just because they have a long dick. It's like, <laughs> exactly. but where's the girth, honey? Exactly. I'm like, that doesn't feel good. I've had bigger bagel bites here. <laughs> we want to talk to you guys about a company called ForHers.com. It's this new women's wellness brand that's putting your body back in your control because ForHers believes that women should have the opportunity to desire sex just as much as their counterpart. And it's not weird or abnormal for women to have low libido. It's actually quite the opposite. So women have been given a pat on the shoulder and ignored when it comes to giving us a solution for like this very real, very common concern. And hers just wants us to stop downing ourselves and reclaim the sex drive that feels best for us. It's fought for by a woman for women. For hers.com is helping women reclaim their sex drives and allow them to feel bold and confident. There's no need to take time to travel to the doctor. For hers provides access to licensed doctors online who can determine if you're a candidate for a prescription medication to treat hyposexual desire disorder. And a doctor is going to evaluate you and see if you're appropriate for this prescription and um, prescribe you a treatment for HSDD, which can be delivered directly to your door. You don't even have to go to the pharmacy to pick it up. For hers has the only FDA approved drug on the market to address HSDD for women, whether you're whether your sex drive has changed since having kids, becoming premenopausal, or perhaps you no longer desire sex as frequently as you once did, For Hers is here to help give women an option. Let's level the playing field and reclaim the sex drive we deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can order now. Um, our listeners can get 
started today at only for only $29 by going to forhers.com slash get it right now while supplies last and subject to doctor's approval. It's important to know that there's safety information that applies to all this, so you're going to have to go to the website for all the full details. So go to forhers, that is F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash get it. Forhers.com slash get it. Again, that is F-O-R-H-E-R-S dot com slash get it. Restrictions apply, and you've got to see the full website for details. Are you dating right now? Um, there's not much time for dating. Right, because you have so much going on. How yeah. would you even go about going on a date? Like, just like a very normal, like, hey, let's go to dinner? Oh, God. Here's the other thing. I don't go to dinner before I go on a date because, like, if I want to get fucked, do you really want my, like, fucking moons over my hammy meal that I just mm-hmm, had on yeah. your dick? Yeah. No. So let's find something else, like putt-putt or something. Because, okay. You know, that is so funny because Jonathan Vanessa was telling yeah. us about that. He came on our oh, podcast. I love Jonathan. I'm yeah. friends with him. Yeah. Okay. So he was sitting right there and he and said he was the same exact thing. It's very difficult. Y'all, y'all have vaginas and yeah. that's super nice <laughs> and just convenient because you could just be like, oh, yeah, let's fuck. Yeah. We have to like go get a hose That's or an enema. Some, some guys I know saying, have yeah. never had to clean out their butts, and I'm like, you have a self cleaning like Maytag oven model. I hate you. <laughs> Ew. But some people don't have to deal with it. They just one wipe and they're good. And or I'm like, really? Jonathan was telling us it's like almost like an hour long process. That's shower, why I feel step like out, shower step out. I don't know because when <laughs> yeah, I, it can be. yeah, everything was very. Well, what's the word that he uses? Is like very like what's it? What's the word? The adjective uh, that he goes? It's very. Uh, oh, cute. Um, is it a cute process? I don't know. I, oh, I always no. felt like as a girl, when you get ready, you know how fucking long that shit mm-hmm. takes. I would. That's why it's so offensive to me when people ghost other people. And then I didn't realize that the gay community goes through the same thing because oh, yeah. you're, you're taking almost just as long to get ready. I mean, only if you want to get fucked in the ass. Mm-hmm. Tops have it easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What are you? <laughs> 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 Honey, I am not a top. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll, I I would if like you know I had to, right. and I have, but like, do I want? Uh, uh-uh. I want dicks. Okay, yeah. wait, I'm gonna ask a very naive question. Sure. Don't be offended. I, will, I, 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 I hope that like I might you. ask a lot of naive questions, but just because I'm totally naive to it. Um, how do you guys tell between who's like a pitcher and a catcher? Um, you. You can't you all can't. the time, but sometimes people will surprise you. And the easiest way is to ask. Okay. Like, hey, <laughs> They're do you want to fuck me or it. should I fuck you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, if you're on Grinder, it's like you can put it in your profile. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you know, it's pretty easy. And if you don't know, you try. And then if they don't want to, they'll tell you to stop. Okay. It's funny because. A little I- tongue in the ass is an easy way to get a guy to put it like <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to my friend who's gay and he was telling me it really sucked because he found someone that was not the same thing that he was. I think they were mm-hmm. both like bottoms and he's like, it really sucks because I really love this guy, but I don't feel like what we're ever going to be able to fulfill ourselves sexually in life. Three ways, lots. And, okay. Oh, that's Three. how you get through it? Mm-hmm. Three okay. ways are like, just grab a, um, a double ender and go to town. Did you ever see Requiem for a Dream? Yeah, it was the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life. It made me want to be an actress. That scene in particular. I was like, and clothes. (laughs) I loved it. And then all one-armed. I would have fucked a stump too. Jared Leto with a stump? Sure, sign me up. Jared Leto with nothing. Oh, God. Just eyeballs. Jared Leto is the fucking hottest. The hottest. He's so hot. My friend was his coach for um, Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, really? Oh, my yeah. goodness. No when way. Had, when, of course, they let another straight man play a Which trans I, role. Okay, I wanted to ask or you. Or drag queen. Let's talk about that. Sure. Because what... 
I hate it. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's taking the opportunity from someone that I could mean, be doing it's it. It's taking like, the opportunity from someone who actually does it, who could probably and lend more insight, more character. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't get in for Dallas Buyers Club, right. you know. Wow. And that's one of those things where I'll remember forever. They wouldn't see a real drag queen for oh, it. Wow. Um, they wouldn't see trans women for it either, and it was a trans role. Uh, it's fucked up. But Did I'm, he win the Oscar for that? Yeah. Or? I wow. feel like because they just wanted to prove that it was difficult for him to transform, right? I mean, hookers, trans roles, and anybody abused are Oscar bait, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, so they wanted more Oscar bait. I don't they know. They got Beth Connie with AIDS. They it was have, a great movie. Yeah. Um, but, I, like, I'll see... Did you ever see Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann one? Yeah. Remember the, <laughs> yeah, only- the yeah. afro? Yeah. He was great, but he just played another drag queen mm-hmm. in a movie called Dumpling, mm-hmm. where they actually have real drag queens too. And I'm like, well, why did the good drag part, the one with the most lines, have to go to the dude from Lost? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, get a real drag queen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're here. Yeah. You know we're here. You right. cast two other ones in smaller roles. Do you feel like we're progressing in Hollywood as far as that goes? Maybe like with you now in A Star Born, Gaga fighting for you guys to be in the movie. I don't know because now it's like they have SJWs on the warpath for everything. Like, oh, this play, this person's playing someone in a wheelchair. That's not right. You know, it's like, why didn't they get someone, an actor mm-hmm. who's in a wheelchair? It's like, well, sometimes roles require different things. Who knows? Right. Maybe they're a name. Maybe the only reason the project got made is because of them wanting yeah. to play this role. Yeah. And it'll bring light to your plight yeah. instead of, you know. Like in A Quiet Place, I think John Krasinski casted a girl. That a deaf was, girl. Yeah, yeah, a deaf girl, which, which I thought was great. Me too. Um, that's like the Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart movie, right? He was in a wheelchair, and people were like, "Why can't another?" Yeah. Pr- it's like because oh, yeah. Brian Cranston yeah, exactly. was in it. What? Yeah. What? What? I remember him having to talk out about that, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "Wow!" Like this is a the movie sat on the shelves for four years, so, so probably bad. wasn't good anyway. So bad. <laughs> but, it was bad. I haven't seen I it. I liked it, but it was a you remake. Saw it? Yeah, it was a remake of the French movie, right? It's sat on shelves oh, for four years. It was years. a remake of a French movie that's like incredible. Yeah, it was a remake of the number one grossing ever French movie. Wow. Yeah. It wow. definitely won foreign film that year. What was it called? The Untouchables or something? Yeah, something like that. You guys should Google it if you're listening. It's an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you're, you're wondering, oh, should straight actors not be allowed to play gay anymore? Is that going to be taboo in the future too? It's, right. Um, like Darren Chris and Gianni. Yeah, like him saying that, it's like, well, sometimes I played a trans, I played a lot of trans roles in Nip Tuck. I did like five episodes as right. a trans woman right. who was transitioning from a man to a woman. So it was perfect that like I still looked like a man. And for the use of right. the story, right. it made more sense that I looked more like a man to the average viewer who was right. in the process. Because right. if someone beautiful like Gigi Gorgeous played that role, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have served the story and it wouldn't have made sense. Um, what's the word? Like, uh, fuck. It wouldn't have made sense right. at all because right. the audience needed to know, okay, that... Because as soon as you see something, your brain usually always goes to either ding, 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 man or ding, 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 woman, yeah. the other side. So when they see something in the middle, it's obviously going to draw the attention. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like one that people can't really yeah. figure out. Since, exactly. since we're talking transgender, I'd love to... And I know that it's like really obvious what the difference <laughs> is, but I think from you, it's helpful for listeners to hear what the difference is and what maybe the biggest misconceptions are when it comes to being a drag queen mm. as opposed to being transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, drag is something that people can take off usually. And uh, being transgender is something that you can't take off. Uh, I 
I've I've been in drag and people always people will assume and I'll see them like stepping on eggshells around me with like the she's and the mm-hmm, pronouns mm-hmm. and it's nice now that people are more in tune to knowing that they should be sensitive to that but um I'm I don't care I'm a he you know right. so when you're so in drag you are a he I mean I I always try to call people by whatever I think they would be called, and that's usually bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Safe word to always use. If I I have a guy's name and I would I you know, if my name was like Mary or Sue Ann or something Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and people called me she, I wouldn't be mad, but like Willem's a guy's name, I think. How did that how did Willem come about? Willem the drag queen. Willem came about because in the SAG office when I was seventeen in I think Philly, I was signing up after I got my my card on my first job when I was 16. I told them I wanted my drag name on there and they're like, we can't really do that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we'll do Willem. And that's what... So just- that is your real name. Yeah. That's your birth name. Mm-hmm. Um, are all drag queens... Are there any straight drag queens? Yes. Um, there was one named uh, Barry Humphreys who plays a character called Dame Edna. Um, Eddie Izzard is a comedian and actor. He was in Inglorious Bastards, I think, and a bunch oh, of other I stuff. Love that movie. He's a self-identifying transvestite. He dresses in drag and performs in drag, but he fucks women, I think. Hmm. Okay, so um, can I ask a super naive question? <laughs> I kind of messed up about it last year because like I use an insensitive term which I didn't know was insensitive anymore. Um, what is the difference between transgender and transvestite? Okay, transvestite is someone who puts on uh, clothes of the opposite gender, usually for kicks or for employment. And like, it's I'm different a than drag queen. Is it different no, than drag queen? No, transvestite is kind of a synonym for drag queen. Okay, for sure. okay. that's all I needed to know. Transsexual is someone who identifies as not the gender that they were born with usually. Yeah. Their brain identifies a different way and okay. then they can make steps to change their appearance or to reflect hormones. that. Totally. Take hormones. Or they can just identify that way and not change their appearance. Okay. Which right. leads to confusion, but that's the right... Um, obviously and like people can do what they want with their bodies and call themselves whatever they want now and do not tell them that they can't because the internet will come for you exactly so that's that's what happened because I was confused I was like I know what transgender Mm -hmm. is like I know what transgender is yeah so one of the most important things that most of us on this podcast do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us actually don't do it properly. And if you are listening to this and you even have an inkling that this may be you, then listen up because this is for you. So I want to tell you guys about Quip because it's a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers, and it was actually designed to make brushing your teeth a lot more simple, affordable, and even, dare I say it, enjoyable. It has a sensitive sonic vibration, so it's gentle enough on your sensitive gums. I have very sensitive gums because I brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are actually too abrasive for me. Oh my God. It changed Jared's life when he started using it because he used to brush like a a maniac. Um, But this is just like, no, you just go glide it glide it and then uh, it also has this amazing two minute timer <laughs> can we talk about this glide it what is that but the two minute timer is also very helpful because it's got it reminds you every 30 seconds to switch sides which can lead to a fully clean mouth you know not just like oh my clean right side is yeah. so much better yeah. than my left side which I appreciate because I was like the dumbo in my bathroom singing twinkle twinkle little Star twice in my head. Did you really for each side? Yeah, because that's how I've been doing it since I was little. Oh, but not anymore. Thanks to Quip. 
They also have a multi-use cover that mounts to your mirror and it unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. And the brush heads are automatically delivered on a right. dentist-recommended schedule every three months, which is so clutch, Lauren, right? My old it's just one, for $5. all the bristles were like flying. And I was like, oh, guess what? Oh, I got another, another problem. Jared had. Yeah, that's why we love Quip because they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. It just starts at $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash get it right now, you'll get your first free refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's oh, your first. We have to say, you guys, that it's like sleek and you don't have a bulky charger in your bathroom. You don't have you a bulky just, charger. You just hang yeah. out. Just, you switch out the battery because our chargers are like, look so gnarly yeah. on the table. Yeah. It looks like you're like living in the 90s. Again, okay. that's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash get it. Um, is there a difference between transvestite and yeah. drag queen? And well, you got your back, answer. Back I, in the yeah. day, um, when I was coming up, 16, 17, 18, 19, <clears throat> the short term for transsexual used to be transy. Transy? Transy. Mm. And then the sh- short term for transvestite was the trigger warning, tranny. Okay. Um, so that's, what I said. that's what I accidentally said. <laughs> yeah. And, but here's the thing. Remember, but tranny is a bad word. Yeah. Now, yeah. now it's yes. definitely a pejorative. But remember Project Runaway when Christian Siriano was yeah. hot tranny mass, hot tranny mass, and they were airing that different time. Mm-hmm. So now we right. can't say it. But back then it was more of a famili- familial slang that we would get tossed around in a dressing room mm-hmm. or those that were gay could say it. But then, like, when the porn industry started co-opting that and when straight people started saying it as a slur, yeah. that's when we were like, uh-uh. Right. But some... I mean, I was in a movie called Ticked Off Trannies with Knives. It was about five transgendered women and three of them, three of the characters were played by trans women. And we got protested up and down by trans people, even though the trans people in it Poor obviously in it. agreed to it. Right. And it was one of those things where GLAD came out against us. Wow. And we were like, what? There's three in what world? Trans- and we're telling a story about a gay bashing. It was at Tribeca, and Robert De Niro liked it, so that's all that mattered. To me. <laughs> so I was I think because mom and dad, you, going again this year. Th- they would say tranny oh God, as like so an cool. overall thing so, before everything so, became. So you I know. thought tranny was short for transvestite. It was back in the day. Okay, See? so I just didn't know that it was now out of date. So and it became a slur. a slur for a transsexual, which is why. Yeah, yeah. Right? Which is I, it's I not don't want to seem like I'm coming after Christian Siriano because right. I love his designs yeah. and I love everything that he does, but. It's the easiest example to point to, and I'm not right. harping on him or anything. It was a different time, mm-hmm. and it's not like he was saying it out of malice. Right. You know, we've all mm-hmm. seen a drag queen who's messed up from the ground up mm-hmm. with a busted wig, and that's, <laughs> you know, that's what we would say, you know, right. HTM for, mm-hmm. but we can't say it no more. Okay. Well, but I'm glad that you're asking because, I mean, the only way conversation leads to change and change leads to better outfits. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. And oh, you're obviously not asking from a point of like, you know. Hatred. Hatred yeah. or muckraking or mm-hmm. like stirring the pot. It's really Thank the you. reason why yeah. we wanted to have you on because I feel like also as like straight girls, we don't know much about the drag world. And like, I want to mm. know so much more about it because remember we put Emily and Haley in drag and I was like, oh, yeah. I want to I wanna do so this. So women can, can do drag. Can anyone yeah. do drag, Willem? Sure. I mean, I, I, who am I to tell someone what they can and can't do? <laughs> but is it like socially acceptable like by that community for anyone to dress up in drag? Now, um, most of my fan base is 57% of my logistics are women. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell a woman what she can and can't do. If she wants to do drag, go for it. But she will have to be a lot fiercer and work double as hard to get where a drag queen who was probably a man because you have to prove yourself way more because in people's minds, especially gay men that have been drag queens for years, we're like, 
we were probably, a lot of us were resistant at first to the thought of a woman doing drag. Mm. But then you realize, okay, there's people like Wendy Ho out there and like drag queen, drag performers who were born as women. And then you're just like, anybody should be able to do it, but you have to be fierce. Right. What I always thought was interesting is I love drag queens. I love going to drag shows. I'm mm-hmm. from South Florida. There's a lot of them there. Wilton Manor. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went to Wilton Manor for my birthday once. Yeah, girl. And it's just, it's just always, I've always been so fascinated and I, I've always been almost envious of like the confidence they have and just, you know, like singing mm-hmm. to like share because I like love sharing stuff. But I know that there's also a lot of people, probably mainly women, that don't like drag queens because they feel like they portray women in a bad light. And what is your thought on like, those people and those thoughts. Um, I. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I guess. Yeah, I I don't know many women that wouldn't like drag queens, but I know they're out there. I kind of think of I kind of think that women are attracted to drag queens and like drag shows because we're just like dolls that they used to play with as kids. But now that we're dressing up, we can all drink together and <laughs> say bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like we still have the same great outfits and great hair and stuff. And we're just, it's like. Tyra in that like life size doll mm-hmm. movie, you yes. know, like, yes. that's yes. what we are to a lot yeah. of people. Yeah, and I don't, don't watch life size too. It's so I haven't fucking seen bad. it. Yeah. I, once I saw the wig that they put her in, I was like, bye. <laughs> um, but I think that anyone that doesn't like drag queens, it's probably from a spot of fear or from not understanding it because mm-hmm. it's usually. Um, we're exalting women and like mm-hmm. celebrating them when we try to look like them. It's not like we're. Um, trying to take away something that they have. Right. And do you feel like that is the whole purpose behind it is like to celebrate women? Like what no, would you say is like so the motivation in general? Everybody does drag for different reasons. I do it for attention. Um, some <laughs> I, people, I love the honesty. Love it. Yeah. I mean, we've well, all been on reality bad. television. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, some people do it because they want to look like a woman. Some people do it because they want to showcase a talent that no one cares about when they don't wear a wig. That sucks. You know? That's think of sad. think of how many gay men want attention and they don't get it as a man, so mm-hmm. they have to put on a wig. Yeah. They or they make the choice to. They don't have to. When did you make the choice that you wanted to start getting getting into it? I the first time I was paid for drag, I was sixteen, but I'd been doing it since I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. Rocky Horror, my dad let me go to, and his friend ran it, so it was like kind of like a safe space wow. that I was allowed to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just I, saw Kinky Boots for the first time ever, and yeah. I like thought of you so much. It's a good movie, it. yeah. Um, when I was 16, 17, I did an MTV show, got my SAG card. Seventeen, I did Sex and the City. And then wait, oh my what? God, you're in that episode of Sex and the City, the Samantha yeah, one, yeah, the Samantha one when she's yelling at them. You're the one in the you're in the street. Wait, I forgot to tell you guys that. Wait, what? how is that you? I thought they were black. Uh, there were not two, that there was the there one was where one... Samantha had her own like drag queen who she slept with and then turned into Samantha because of her. Remember? Oh, I remember that one, but that's a different <laughs> that's one. Oh my God, great. How many so are there? there's three. There's at least three or four episodes with drag queens, but the one that I was in was the one where Samantha <laughs> was moving out. The one that I was in was the one where Samantha was moving out in an apartment and um, she moved to the meatpacking district and yes. there were four hookers outside. Yes. Latilla yes. DeBarge, yeah. me, and then somebody else. Yeah. Four episodes later, there was the episode where she was yelling out the window yeah. at the girls mm-hmm. and she used the T word too then, you know, oh, a lot. Okay. Yeah. And, right. you know, um, Sex and the City was not woke. It's cringeworthy in some spots. I yeah, mean, I love yeah. it, but... Um, it's gotten a lot of backlash. It's definitely was, dated now. Yeah, that was three different people, um, and I wasn't one of them. And those three girls were all, I think, African-American. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I was on it. But which one? I was in red with thigh high boots and a bunch of curly hair. Oh, that's so cool. I mean, it was re- it, it's cool to I'm in like the book. I found like I found myself in it. Like, that's cool. We refer to Sex and City a lot on here. Yeah, yeah. I love it because we all we have Mr. Big like podcast mm-hmm. where we talk about all of our Mr. Yeah. Bigs and stuff. So we're very. I was in- an extra in the episode where she fell on the runway too. I got to see that. No oh my way. god, uh-huh. that was so such cringy. a good. Episode. It was the most cringe worthy scene. I got to meet Kevin Aquan, which was awesome. <gasps> oh my god, that's really? Kevin, you cool. did? Wait, is Kevin Aquan still he's alive? Dead. No, he's dead. Oh my, he died There's recently, a, right? No, two thousand a while ago. Oh, it was a while ago. Yeah. Oh, but he uh, was really nice and he said hi. And I'm like, I love your book. I learned about makeup from yeah. it. Yeah. So you really seem cool. way too young to have been in Sex in the City. So how, let's I talk about skincare. <laughs> Wait, let's get into beauty because, well, can yeah. we say what you're coming out with? Or I'm coming out with a makeup line. Ah, tell us about it. Um, the patent is pending, so we don't know the name yet, but uh, it is drag tested makeup that can withstand anything. I can I say you could suck dick in a hurricane in it. <laughs> Like, if I blow my nose, Nothing the boogers <laughs> still doesn't come off. And it dries dry, but it looks shiny, the lip product, which you can also use in your eyes or cheek. You're going to so be good. the next billionaire. You're going to be the next we'll Kylie. Billion, it's billion, so funny because when he told me, I was like, damn, watch out, Jeffree Star. But what I love about Willem is he said, there's room enough for everyone at the table. And like, the that's world is wide yeah, enough for everyone. I always struggle with yeah. the blowing nose situation because yeah, I, I do my whole foundation. I'm like, fuck, I got to blow my nose and do it all over again. Yeah, yeah. that's the bullseye of your face. Take I it, hate take- I hate when the makeup comes off in the nostrils. Yeah, it's got red lines coming out. So shitty. Um, One of my favorite tricks for that is if you're going to be in makeup for a long time and you need to blow your nose or fuck with the corners of your mouth, Mm -hmm. just a little Dior air flash. Uh It's like the spray mist. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. What is more personalized than your DNA? Now we can turn to our genetics for personalized health traits and more. 23andMe allows you to go beyond ancestry to access more personalized insights about you based on your DNA. With more than 125 genetic reports, you can even gain insights about your health traits and more. Receiving your personalized genetic reports is just the beginning. You can take the next steps by talking to your healthcare provider or considering lifestyle changes like adjusting your sleep habits or caffeine consumption. So you can also do a deep sleep report. And I thought this was going to be very interesting to find out because I sleep very deeply and for very long. You and are a great sleeper, I'm a Lauren. Great you could be sleeper. a professional sleeper, Exactly. Actually. People say, what are your best qualities? I can sleep really deeply <laughs> and yeah. for a very long time. You always said she should do a sleep study, you know, or she like, stays in bed for that the week. That is a job, actually. We I should know. do that as an occupational. Oh, that would be really good. Professional sleeper. Lauren, you're next. <laughs> okay, I would love to do it. Um, but the thing is, my genes tell me that I'm actually a very good sleeper. So is that interesting? So if you guys want to see what your genes can say about your health or your traits and more, all you have to do is buy your health and ancestry service kit today at 23andme.com slash get it. That's the number two, three and me.com slash get it. Again, that's 23andme.com slash get it. So any other makeup tricks that us basic bitches can use? Um... (laughs) I just want to make sure everybody's neck matches their face, matches their titties. <laughs> That's my biggest issues. I still like don't do it. My I still don't match my in cosmetology school yesterday says your face makeup should match your what? A like hand, wrist, or neck. And I was like, fuck off. I can't believe that's an actual question. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, the problem is so many people tan, but their face doesn't tan, or they spray tan, but then they wash their face, so their mm-hmm. body doesn't match your face, so you have to yeah. match your makeup to your tan. Mm-hmm. There's just so many questions, and the best answer <laughs> for that is uh, controlling the lighting, because good makeup can be ruined by bad lighting, and 
average makeup can be enhanced mm. with yeah. great lighting. Yeah. You know? yeah. It's all in, in the light. What would you refer to, what would you recommend for lash strips that are like good for a natural look where we don't look like we're wearing them like too much? Uh, you need to look for a strip that has space in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a store in LA on, I think... Nigel's? No. Oh, God, don't buy a lash. Is Nigel's bad? <laughs> don't, no, Nigel's Namies and Friends are three great beauty supplies in LA, but they're all in the valley. There's yeah. no good beauty supply yeah. in Hollywood. No. Isn't that ridiculous? So That's stupid. the wackiest annoying. thing you've so ever so heard. Annoying. But downtown, I get lashes uh, 12 for $12. Oh, and they're wow. great. Yeah, Where? I'll tell you. It's on. <laughs> 12 it's on that's oh, amazing maple or it's on broadway broadway and six there's a bunch of beauty supply stores looking place bodega looking places but they have tons of lashes mm-hmm. you can get 10 for 12 if you're doing the red cherry ones or you get 12 for 12 for the other ones wow okay sweet and now what what do you do for your skincare because you have no zero pores, pores. Yeah. zero pores um, yeah your, your face is unreal and on also a- your eyebrows like how the fuck what? And your eyes. <laughs> okay. Uh, stop. <laughs> um, I have a guy named Ross who um, takes care of my skin for me with Botox. Um, okay, yeah. But like what products do you use on it? Dove face. Really? Bar. Serious blast. That's it? I wash You're my bl- face and then I really make sure to take off my makeup um, really well. Like makeup ends up behind your ears, in mm, your ears. Yeah. Some people just wash their face and then it's just like a crust. And I'm like... Girl, you need to get back in that tub. (laughs) (laughs) Abilene, to take off my makeup, it's like a grease. Mm -hmm. Make it all greasy and then it slides off. off, Um, I want to get Abilene. Where do you get that? Any drugstore. Any drugstore? Uh, And I was on Accutane three times in my 20s and that helped minimize my pores a lot. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. How but your lo- skin's great too. Shut well, thank up. Thank you. Everybody here. How long does it take for you to get in drag? Depends if I care. Um, mm. I feel the like you most always caring. The most you, caring. You were like, and I'm not Remember just saying Remember when I would this? go into a car and then come out and yes, drag magically yes. like a half hour later? On a later. twin show. Yeah. You are like one of the most stunning drag queens I've ever seen. And your fashion is always on point. Like you're always wearing cool designers. You always mm-hmm. are wearing pieces that no other, I've never seen on any other drag queen. Like yeah. you look better than so many women I've met in my life. I really like styling. I think it's fun, like piecing together outfits. Um, and I have a giant loft full of drag and like a hundred wigs and like probably close to a hundred pairs of shoes. Um, I just love it. I mm. don't know. Drag is so fun. But how long does it take you if you mm. care? I'll, if I care, I'll give myself two hours for like head to toe shaving down mm. to walking out the door. But usually for like bingo at Hamburger Mary's, mm-hmm. I can get in drag and out the door in an hour. My face takes about 35 minutes. Do you still do Hamburger Mary's? Yeah, I, I do. Just I've been doing that. it since 2006. I was a celebrity guest when Nip Tuck was out and then SAG went on strike and I was on Craigslist looking for gigs for drag queens and this bingo thing came up and I've been doing it even after Drag Race once a month. It's my like, I'm not going to hell charity gig. Cool. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to hell charity <laughs> gig. Seriously, Good because like, you need, I, I don't like it when girls... <laughs> get on Drag Race and they stop doing their local gigs or right. stop like giving back just because they're in it for the money at that point. Yeah, and you've been in like an Oscar nominated movie now. Oscar winning? Oscar Is that winning. what you meant to say? Yes, well, the song one. They- uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, we're Shit. done. Oh, wow. Hey. 
Oscar-winning a- movie. Ugh. Okay. To change the subject, what day of the week is that? I wanted. To, I do want to go on. Yeah. It's so crazy. But I've never been to Hanukkah. on Thursdays and Sundays. But we want to see you. Wednesdays. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, do you look forward to getting ready every time? Or you still get excited about it? It's not exhausting. And you're like, oh, I got to do it again. Uh, whenever I feel that way in my head, even 5%, I had to remind myself that I don't have to do it. I get to do it. Mm-hmm. I have the best job in the world. I loved coloring when I was a kid. And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm coloring on my face. And like, you know, gluing sparkly shit to my body. And like, I love it. It's great. But anytime you think like, oh, I got to do this fucking like cameo or shout out or some bullshit. We do cameos too. Yeah, everybody does. We're fucking singing telegrams. I don't do it. You guys are the same person. (laughs) Wait, explain what a cameo is to people. It's like a singing telegram shout out that like all the real housewives do. And I I don't do it personally, but um, I do so many other things for money. Um, (laughs) So... Uh, it's yeah. You, it's an app. It's you an just app. you download the app, and then there's a whole bunch of like you just get a personalized message from your favorite. You. But then C- sometimes celebrity. people can like put it on the internet and take it out of context, and it's weird. So wait, really? That happens? Mm-hmm. That's why I've chosen to restrain myself from doing it. Uh-huh. But um, yeah. Um, if we were going to start with a season of RuPaul's Drag Race, should we mm-hmm. start from the f- season one? Or like, what's the best season we should start with? Because everyone talks about it. Like yeah. in my class, mm-hmm. I just can't. Yeah. I haven't seen them all, but I've uh, I've heard that season four was the first, like r- my season was the first, like really, really great one. Okay. Because A, they had a lot of money. Like the promos, once the promos started getting better for yeah. the season, or my season had a spaceship. The season before that was on a black backdrop. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it was a great spaceship too. Uh, season four spaceship. was the first one with like reality TV archetypes that made you want to watch like the goth girl, the show girl, the mm-hmm. bitchy California girl, the mm-hmm. larger than life black girl. Um, you. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so I'd say four is really great. Six is great. Five is catty. Uh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. Eight is good. So four, six, and eight, I'd say start with them and then work your way backwards any way you want it. And now for a sponsor that I have been on for about 10 years. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lauren. Um, you know, just trying to get the extra change in my pocket. I am a babysitter slash nanny slash pet sitter on care.com care.com is the easy and reliable way to find and manage care for everyone in the family i'm also on care.com for like helping elderly people if they need help around the house and stuff that's so sweet i want to do that yeah you can do that um as the world's largest online destination for finding and managing family care care.com helps millions of families find high quality care for their loved ones and pets and helps companies support their employees with their home and family responsibilities Care.com can even help with household payroll and taxes through Care.com HomePay. And um, they also run background checks on everyone so you know that the person you're hiring has no criminal history and they're good to go and you can set like restrictions like you want someone with that's bilingual or you want someone that has an undergrad or a master's or just in high school. Um, so you can set all of those and find the perfect caregiver for you. And also like if you're struggling in life to find, to just basically like figure out what you want to do in life, I feel like care.com is awesome because they're here to change the way the world thinks about care. And I feel like you can easily find a job you love or a job that's like so fulfilling by helping someone else out, but yet you're still making money from it, which is awesome. So whether you're having fun watching a group of kids or you're helping a senior with their day-to-day life, you have the chance to find work that's fulfilling to you and you're earning extra income on the side. So picking up a sitter job here and there is a great source of supplemental income. Plan ahead for times when you think you'll need extra money so you can apply early. 
Care.com is the world's largest online destination for finding caregiver jobs, providing access to millions of jobs across more than 20 countries. A caregiver is matched to a job literally every three minutes. You can find local jobs that work for you, whether it's full-time, part-time, or anytime, so it's easily fit into your schedule. And you guys can find articles and resources on Care.com for tips on working as a caregiver. You can get advice on negotiating pay, how to conduct an interview, setting up a nanny contract, and more. And guys, Care.com is free to join. All you have to do is visit Care.com slash get it, G-E-T-I-T, to sign up and find jobs that fit your life. Again, guys, it's free to join. All you have to do is visit Care.com slash get it to sign up and find jobs that fit your life. So let's talk about RuPaul because you are the only cast member to date to have been kicked is kicked off the show the right term or disqualified? Disqualified or kicked, yeah. Okay, I mean, so what happened? Um, I tried to read your long tweet, but I just lot. couldn't understand. Also, because I didn't, yeah, exactly, because yeah. I didn't understand. I've never seen the show before, so yeah. I was like, I'm going to have him explain it. Right. Um, when you sign up to do a TV show, they say these are the dates that you're filming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had already had a show commitment in New York for an off-Broadway show called Jersey Shoresicle because it was 2012. <laughs> that, <laughs> that is the coolest thing ever. Jared would have been Jersey obsessed. Shoresicle? It was oh it was great. We were at the Fringe Festival in New York and we won the Audience Award. Um, the guy that wrote it is named Danny Francesi. He was Damien in Mean Girls. Okay, um, and he's. He was also in Party Monster, which was a movie produced by World of Wonder, who produces Drag Race. So he was actually at one of the episode tapings for Drag Race while I was there and in his cast. And he's like, are you going to be in New York? Are you going to be there? Because it's going to be in like two weeks. I was like, I'm leaving the show. Don't worry. He's like, you should stay. You're doing great. I'm like, Um, no, I'm definitely leaving because I knew I wanted to do the show. I thought it was going to transfer to Broadway in all honesty. Right. It didn't. But um, Uh. I figured if I got kicked off or slapped a girl because that was the last resort. If they didn't kick me off, I was going to hit Fifi for sure. Because <laughs> everybody wanted to. So I was just going to take one for the country, you know? Um, plus, well, I've been yeah. to jail for battery. So like, I don't mind fighting a little bit. Damn. Um, I was going to do that, but I didn't have to because they eventually did kick me off on their own merit. But that was after me telling them, hey, I broke this rule. I broke this rule. I broke this rule because I was instigating and just shit starring. Got it. Would it have helped your career any by winning? Can you tell me who won season four? We don't, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> Can you tell me who was in a star's book? Yep. <laughs> Shangela. And you're redeemed. Yeah. My thing is <laughs> Drag Race, the same way that America's Next Top Model purports to find Absolutely. the next big thing. They Yes, they found America's Next Drag Superstar that year. Did she win? Nope. Mm-mm. But... Um, you know, that's just my bitchy right. wrap up of same it. Same thing with same American, American Idol. Idol. Yeah. But Ashley, same with Jennifer you. Hudson. You didn't win. Well, yeah, I mean, if you were to go around and be like, who won Crystal's a season of The Bachelor, they probably wouldn't be right. able to name See? her. But... Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Crystal. I used to smoke it. <laughs> okay, I have uh, two more questions, and then you guys can do your last questions. Growing up in Philadelphia, it's like a real like man's man's city. It sounds like your dad was pretty supportive though. So how was it growing up in, in the city like that and like coming out about your desires to do drag? Dad was from Jersey. My mom was from Philly, but um, they were cool. My dad had a gay brother and a gay sister. Oh, look at and that. And my mom had um, a brother who we think did drag. Um, so it was, I was lucky. Yeah. I did not have to deal yeah. with shit when I wanted yeah. to get, I was done at high school at 16 and my parents helped me get emancipated because by then we lived in Florida and I wanted to move back up to New York and Philly and like try to be an actor and yeah. so, so they you, were cool. So your parents helped you get emancipated. Mm-hmm. Wow. What part of Florida did you Cocoa live? Beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
so, so you, you got to emancipate go it so you could go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Not like work you didn't get along own. with them. No, but we're, just... we're great. They come to my shows now. Um, but Aww. like you want, you needed a parent on set if you were underage, yeah, okay. if you weren't, if you didn't have papers. So oh, oh, we, we were sense. reading about emancipated. We're like, I wonder what happened. I know. We're like, yeah, no, it's, not, it's not dishy. And people ask me about it all the time online. They're like, I want to do drag, but my parents hate it. I want to get emancipated. I'm like, honey, you need to get your shit in order. Mm-hmm. I've been working since mm-hmm. I was 12. I'd been saving to get out of Florida. Because I knew what I wanted to do with my life. And by the time I was 16, I had done high school in three years, which is easy in public school. You just take some summer courses. Oh, wow. You just like electives. through it. I it did. wasn't like you got your GED. Mm-mm, no, I said, I'm fulfilling all my requirements. I went to my principal's office and I was like, I just finished my English four at summer school. Like, oh, you can't do that. You can only take that course if you failed it. I was like, show me that in the book. Show me Seriously? that where. Wow. I did the course. Yeah, good job. And it went to the school board and then they had to give me my diploma. That's awesome. Good for That's you. Incredible. Yeah. Um, Never take no for an answer. Yeah, yeah. I well, agree. Where does your internal... Unless it's consent, and then... <laughs> <laughs> consent is super sexy. That's so our surprises. That's hilarious. Dude, we're going to start like, re- video recording, like, oh, say yes. You know? funny. So right? funny. Yeah. Were, you, were you always this driven... Like always, or do you feel like something happened that kind of? I mean, like, at sixteen, it seems butt. like you were just always driving. I don't know. I was a fat kid, and I always liked attention. I was always like <laughs> cracking jokes, and like you know, he did something funny. Give him a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh, that makes me sad. Could we talk about body image for a second, though? Sure. You, how big were you? How much weight did you lose? And how did that affect who you are today? Um, my biggest weight, which was when I was a center, I used to play football, Shut um, up. pop Warner, wow. all that. Stop. Who would have thought? That's kind of awesome. Two two oh seven and five three. Okay. And then they moved me to guard. Or tackle. They wanted me to play both, mm-hmm. and or at least learn both. And mm-hmm. I was like, so the boys aren't touching my butt anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, in my head, I'm like, this lost all the appeal. I just have to run around and hit people. To Consent is sexy. Was yeah. the quarterback hot? Oh, they always are. <laughs> no, you know, know they are. It's like a requirement. Duh. I'm like, I'm like how does that happen? It is a requirement because the popular guy in school is always the hottest, gets the quarterback, gets quarterback. Yeah. and then it's they grow so up insane. to still have that like ingrained mm. in them, and then they're so confident. Confidence, sexy. Uh, Damn it. Wait, were you always out? Like, when did you? Yeah. Okay. I was, I mean, you couldn't hide this. Yeah. I was always out. I in my seventh or eighth grade picture, I had a gay pride necklace on. Aww, that's amazing. Yeah, that's I did. So I gave cute. no fucks. And my sister was a year ahead of me and really popular, so it was cool. Are I you close to your sister? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't get much shit from nobody. That's amazing. What are the biggest misconceptions about drag queens? Um, that we want you to touch our wigs. <laughs> so many people. Can I touch your hair? Can I try your wig on? No. Yeah. What? Can I have a hug? No. Yes. You, know, you know what? Like when, when I styled my look tonight and did my hair and painted my face, I didn't say, let me restyle it with 500 people's faces and arms when you try to hug me. Don't ever touch me above my neck. Yeah. Ever. It's like, Unless yeah. there's also a penis involved. You, you know when you like get all dolled up and you're walking out the door, you're like, feel like you can't move anything yeah, below uh-huh. your. Shoulder, you, you know, got a, shoulders. A, you got a maxi pad. Everything in your is like, yeah. so, I can't move. Sorry, mm-hmm. I look so good right I know. now. It's like, could oh, you run up and get me that? Fuck no, I'm not going upstairs. Yeah, right yeah and it's now. like I don't want any flyaways. Like my hair is in position. Mm-hmm. If I'm driving somewhere and I have a wig on, I don't check my blind spot. I just speed up <laughs> <laughs> because turning your head, you wrap your hair up with a seatbelt. <laughs> we Fuck all that. know that feeling. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not gonna. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, traffic. <laughs> I have a gig. I want to talk about wigs because where do you get them? Do you make them yourself? And I feel like they're like, how do you pick the right wig for you? Um, I used to do a lot of hair myself, but now it's, 
I find stuff and then I get it refronted, which mm-hmm. is you just put a different frontal on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great wig maker named Bobby Pins in New York. Mm. Uh, there's a good guy. Bobby Pins. Named, yeah. That's right? so cute. He's a drag queen too. There's <laughs> a good amazing. one named Zach Killian out here. There's another guy named James Gemini. There's a great lady named Hachu who slays a piece. And they're always <laughs> tagged to my Instagram with whatever wig I'm wearing. Um, yeah. But yeah, good, good wigs make a what lot of What is your Instagram for everyone listening? Willem. Easy. Found yeah. it. Really simple. Last night when I was doing my research, I was watching a YouTube, like, um, what is it? Montage of you. Like, I don't know what it was. You'd have to tell me. You're standing there making fun of a whole bunch of people. And That's a little just my video. daily life. That's, That's just, <laughs> you're standing there making fun of people. It's a show called Beatdown that I've been doing for like five Oh, years. is that what it is? Yeah. It's kind of like the soup, right? But you're just making fun oh of people. Oh my God, it's you so funny that I can't really, really comprehend how funny it is. I go, ha, that's funny. Because I just can't <laughs> laugh out loud because it's just that funny. Yeah. Do, do you think that you are able to get away with saying mean things about people? <laughs> because like that's drag queens like kind of are abrasive and sassy like that. Because when I, we, said I said someone who's like 20 pounds overweight, I go, she's fat. I would never live it down. I have some rules with comedy. Um, I don't go for things that people would correct if they could probably. I don't make fun of people's teeth, age, or their weight. Genius. Unless it is involved directly with something else I'm making fun of. But I'll never say about a girl or a guy, they're fat, just to try to get a joke. It's low-hanging comedy fruit, and I could do better than that, I think. Mm-hmm. Have I? Yes. Do I make it a practice? No. But um, there's always something deeper that I think that you can make fun of on anybody. Okay. And drag, you do get away with more because you're wearing a wig and you're like, inherently it's a clown without a nose, I think. Uh, I really don't know what inherently means, but I've been saying it a lot, <laughs> by exactly, the way. That's exactly I'm like, what is inherently? I don't know. It's just like a sum-up word where no. you're like, well. Inherently. inherently. The foundation of. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh. That's so true. I say so many words where I'm like, I hope that's what I the meaning I was. I don't know. Yeah. I say inherently all, I type it all the time. I feel like it makes me yeah. sound smarter. Yeah. I don't know what it is. So funny. Like, that's like the makeup of. Okay. I, I got Anything all my else? questions. No, I think wait, I, we have so much more. Really? Yeah, I mean, yes. Were you always, do you, <laughs> did you like train, because you're so fucking funny. So did is that just who you are? Did you like have comedy training? Do you have to be funny to be a drag queen? I have like millions of questions. Okay, um, there we go. I'll, I'll go down the line. You don't have to be funny to be a drag queen. Some drag queens never even get on a mic. So you don't know. Uh, humor helps in every profession and situation, especially when there's eyes on you. So it's a it's a bonus if you are. Um, have I always been funny? I don't know. Some people Probably. hate me, but you know, my report card said I had an attitude problem when I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong. Um, I bit a kid once too, whatever. Uh, oh my God. He deserved it. <laughs> I'm still mad. The story. I, in my head, I'm like, who bit Beyonce? Like when people yeah. bite people, I'm like, how? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so crazy. I forget what your third question was, but. Well, yeah. you basically answered it. Like, okay. do you have to be funny to be a drag queen? Were you inherently funny? <laughs> I mean, it helps. Because you're, you're so quick. Well. Yeah, it helps being quick on a mic dealing with a lot of variables that can happen in a drag show. Like mm-hmm. somebody shit themselves at Mickey's and a girl in white jeans slipped in it and then <gasps> went on stage with poop oh all over her leg. Oh my God. Like this happens at drag shows. This is where we work. Oh my Oh my God. What's the craziest I, story? I slept with a reality TV producer who produced uh, who uh, produced Untucked, which was like the after show for Drag Race, uh-huh. my season. And okay. while we were getting kicked out of the bar where he fucked me in the bathroom, he threw a glass at a drag queen on stage named Raven, who now does RuPaul's makeup. And <laughs> we got kicked out of the bar. And it was great. And the, re- the show producer for actual RuPaul's Drag Race, not the Untucked show that his mm-hmm. friend did that was fucking me, mm-hmm. um, 
he looked at me outside when we all got kicked out. I was like, we should go back in. We're getting birthday shots. It's not even my birthday. I was full boots. I'm like, I was born in June. I'm a cancer. And he looks at me in the face and says, you are a cancer. And I was like, oh, you can read. You faggot. Put on a wig because she can read. Oh, my God. Yeah. What's the craziest thing that has happened? I think the drug club. I mean, was that the craziest? Because that's like pretty nuts. Um, There... I mean, I just put an I just put something up on my YouTube. This drag queen is like making an entrance through like these curtains, and she just barely gets her head out, and then the whole proscenium falls, <laughs> and it's she just looks and rolls her eyes, and she keeps doing her number. It's like I love I, anytime a drag queen falls, something breaks, someone fights. That's what my YouTube is all about, and uh, making people laugh. So that's why I've been doing that show for so long. It's so funny. Thanks. How has your life changed, or has it changed since? You were in a star is born. Hasn't. I don't have an I don't have an agent. Um, I went on one audition this pilot season. I didn't hire a publicist, which was a mistake. Um, uh, I didn't have the money for it. So uh, my life hasn't changed much. I, I got to go to a few cool parties and I can say that I'm friends with, you know, Eddie Griffin and Gaga and Bradley Cooper now, which so is neat. Insane. Yeah. What is your ultimate goal? Uh, to be happy. Okay. okay. Ask your yeah. inside doctor. That's what my parents used to always um, say when people would ask, what do, what's, Willie gonna, what's Will going to be when he grows up? Yeah. And my mom would always just say, I hope he's happy. I love yeah. your mom. She's fucking great. I love Aww. her. Nice. Yeah. Do you feel like you're at that place right now? Or do you, are yeah. you always... Because for me, I feel like sometimes your dreams change. Like you always want something so bad, maybe to be like in an Oscar winning movie. And then, but then are you like, okay, well, what's next? Or you just, do you stay in that contentment? Um, Stars Born did change me mentally a little bit because it went from, I was a loser on a reality show to now my biggest credit is an Oscar winning movie. And to not win Drag Race it wasn't hard for me, but for other people, they look at you a certain way, like you didn't win. But then when you get selected to be Lady Gaga's friend mm-hmm. in a movie, yeah, it's pretty, it's, I, I'm glad and I'm glad my 17 years of acting eventually led to that. And I feel like I, everything after this is gravy because mm-hmm. I was in a movie and not only was I in a movie, it's a good movie mm-hmm. and I was kind of funny in it, and <laughs> you were really you funny. were so memorable. Thank you. Yeah. You like were a scene stealer. Thanks. Like I, a hundred percent. That's why they wanted to cut it. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> Saved it. I I definitely am a lot happier now than I was before it because everything after this is gravy. Cool. Because I got this. You know, this movie's going to live on forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, timeless. I'm literally recutting my reel today to hopefully try to get an agent. Um, people have been offering me more, like people I've known for decades have been like, you should talk to this guy and this guy now. Yeah. They're willing to introduce me yeah. to people. Mm. Like That's cool. If you don't have an agent, how'd you get the part? Um, I had, um, I have a manager who does my YouTube stuff that they got the breakdowns and uh, the casting people n- knew that they wanted to see certain people for the roles, right. I guess. And I was one of them. And I feel like when you're doing something you're an expert at, at that level, it's like people come to you at that point. They're like, we want you in this. Oh, sometimes they say, can you come coach the straight guy who's doing it? Oh. And that's like, wow. It's like, wow. That happens so a annoying. lot. That's how We'd I We'd love felt. to have you come in and consult. Oh. It's like, oh, really? 
I'd love to. <laughs> As your face is getting Ooh. really red. Yeah. <laughs> Can you see all the whites around my eyes? I'm so pleased. Sure, straight person. I'll help you pander. Do you ever, because you work so hard, and I feel like I get a lot of stuff on my own. I'm just starting out, but I'm like, do I want an agent when I feel like I get so much stuff on my own? Do you ever feel like that where you're like, do I really want to give someone else a cut? I think the the um, key with finding the correct agent is I've always found someone who came after me. Oh, and management in general, they wanted me. It wasn't me searching for them. Right, right. So I knew that they were passionate about yeah. like working with me. Mm-hmm. And it became a team thing. Like if I you eat what you kill, like if if they got me something, I would pay them. But if I got something on my own and they didn't touch it. Yeah, then, then you don't but pay if, them. But if I wanted them there as like that backup support, like if something was weird in the contract mm-hmm. or I needed to get out of it because mm-hmm. like I had another gig that was better, um, I would loop them in for sure. It's nice to have a team where you feel like I don't work for you, you don't work for me, we work together. We're doing it together. Do you ever sell Instagram ads or is that insulting? Instagram ads? <laughs> yeah. Like do you sponsor do you sell products on Instagram? Because you have a lot of followers. Um, I'm not a flat tummy tea girl. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, I did get, I did get a, you know what? I what? did do a flat tummy tea thing. <laughs> you and, are a flat tummy tea wait, girl. No, I did it They didn't approve it. They didn't? No. They didn't approve it and then they wanted me to reshoot something. I'm like, I already threw it all out. <laughs> and I think they didn't approve it because I kept saying, I'm a tea girl. <laughs> That's funny. Though. I know, but I they would buy it for you. I, I know. I hate when they yeah. try and like make no wait. They yeah. try to be too serious. What does your DM mm-hmm. inbox look like? Like, do you oh, get create like God. stories? Uh, yeah, I don't really check. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll look at it sometimes just to delete to, mm-hmm. and then to see if like anything I need, mm-hmm. but, or if I'm needing weed in whatever town I'm in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but other than that, I don't look cause it's too many, just people. Yeah. Too many things. You can't give you, you can't let everybody access you from every point available. Right. Otherwise all you're doing is checking messages and inboxes yeah. the whole yeah, time. Facebook, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. 100%. Yeah. Sorry. Can't do it. If you don't got a blue tick next to your name, I ain't checking it on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I only got so much time and I don't yeah. want to be chained to a phone. I want to live my life. I live in LA. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time. What advice do you have for someone that maybe wants to pursue drag but is too scared? Don't. If you're scared, everybody can see it on your face in the audience. It's you need to be sure of everything mm-hmm. because that unsureness or that scared scarcity fear inherently yeah fuck off Um, all of that shows on your face when you're performing and you can't hide it and the worst uh, i'll give one piece of advice if you're scared or unsure make sure you know what you're doing with your hands at all times because in an audition or in a performance the first your appendages are the things that i think react the weirdest to an unsure situation like Mm -hmm. if your hands don't know what they're doing Mm. people are looking at it or you're not sure with your feet or where to move or yeah, so just, I would say practice. Okay. Or don't. I don't practice anything. Yeah. <laughs> but that kind of works for me that I don't care. My last question for you is dating advice for single people like me in LA. Oh, uh, smell it before you suck it. Because <laughs> oh, sometimes it can look God. great, but then you're like, oh, God. Oh, Lauren's going to make that the title now. Yeah. yeah. Because like sometimes you'll be blowing a guy and you're like, what is that? I okay. tell you guys, smelly dick. I've never. But smelled. here's the thing: I mean, sometimes the dick is fine, but you can smell the back door from around the front door. Yeah. You're like, you washed your dick, but you didn't wash your ass. Mm-hmm. The worst is when a dick tastes like cologne, like a guy sprayed. Oh, Ew, like Old You're Spice. Like, oh, I wear Old Spice deodorant though. Old Spice cologne is the best smelling. 
I don't wear no, cologne. No, it's so but douchey I, I wear their, their deodorant. Deodorant. Deodorant's oh, all deodorant. you need. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's what I think Jared uses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> their tagline is, if your grandpa hadn't worn this, you wouldn't be here. <laughs> so it's kind of brilliant. Wait, that's such a good tagline. Yeah, they thought of it, not me. Wait, wow. that really is it? Yeah, it's that's their genius. genius. That's true. Yeah, true. Right? The question that I wrap up all our profile uh, podcasts with is just from James Lipton from um, Inside the Actor Studio. Um, if God does exist, what do you hope he says when you reach the pearly gates? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, shit. <laughs> What would he say to me? Like, the pressure's on because you're he so good He would probably be like, where'd you get that hair? <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, do you have a wristband? <laughs> there you I'd go, be like, just, just tell me where the Gettys are sitting. Because <laughs> I want to go hang out with my friends in heaven. Because Nats and August and Gigi and all the Gettys and Tiffany and Ari, they're like the most fun family that I hang out with in LA. Aww. They're really super funny. duper. I love it. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Well, and on that note. Well, on that oh, wait. Note. There's one thing that I don't get, though. Oh, oh we didn't do your I don't we get. We didn't do your I don't get. Yeah. People that don't floss. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, you Guilty. literally. <laughs> Why are you looking like that? You don't <laughs> floss. Really? You guys, yeah, it's so disgusting. There's literally food rotting in your mouth right now. No, it's there. And it turns brown. It's like. Literally rot. Our hygienist says that as long as you're using like your toothbrush, it's a lot less imperative. No, guys, there's like literally lines and holes in there. You got to get it out. Um, yeah. All right, so our bad. So, looks like Jared's home. <laughs> All right, we're gonna. Maybe he can teach you to floss, skank. <laughs> wow, he flosses like once a week. He thinks that's enough. You Ew. think that's enough? I don't better care. i watch him do anything. Better than none of <laughs> You did okay on that one, girl. All right. So, well, is there where, anything you want to promote where we can find yeah, where you? where we or, can find you. What projects you have um, coming up. Check out my YouTube. Check out HGTV for my episode of House Hunters. And What's your YouTube channel? Uh, it's Willa. Uh, I don't know. Just search Willem. Okay. It's a weird channel because I did it when I was in like 2008. Yeah. It's no extra I because my name is Willem and so blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and <laughs> what's, uh, listen to my Race Chaser podcast with Alaska Thunderfuck if you want to know more about... <laughs> Uh, Drag Race. Yes. So Yay, good. Thank you, you so much. Thanks Thank for you. coming on. You're really You're great. The yep. yeah. Yeah. No problem. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. 